Well, ladies and gentlemen, Wait, this like is gonna, another. Like oh, should, you want to do an intro song? Playing. Okay. It's playing in. Playing us in. I think that's only appropriate. It's but yet another episode of the Monday Mass and another person that we have to mourn their passing. It God. fucking sucks, dude. What but is going it's on? It's been a really rough start of the year. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can celebrate the life of our fallen friend O, aka Otis Bartholomew, aka Narcake. Just the best dude ever. I'm going to go live on my phone, too. Fuck it. I don't care. Go live on your phone. Try to stop me from doing what I want to do. How do you How do you go live again? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we were just in the middle of a tribute. Okay, but... I would have actually laughed at that. This is... We're real. Yeah. Where's the... Um, do you have a thing I can... Oh, I got you a tech deck, though. Oh, sick. Oh, a new deal tech deck. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. See? That's not going to work. Todd's angle is going to suck. My angle always sucks. That's what my... Never mind. What? I can't say that out loud. That's what she said? What can I use? Oh, oh. my God. What is this? Use a video camera. I'm use a video <laughs> camera to prop up this. Look, everybody. I'm going live. Great start. Don't even worry about it. This is how we do it here at the Monday Mass HQ. Yeah, make sure you're getting enough of me in there. That's what the people want. There we go. We're live all over the place. We're checking the this connection. This is the Monday Mass. It's February 20th. 2023 and as we were talking about straight from the jump we've got to say thank you to O for the years of inspiration uh, I'm sure most of the people that watch this show listen to this show know by now uh, our dear friend Otis Bartholomew passed away last week suddenly and sadly his uh his contributions to like the San Diego music scene and oh my skateboarding, God, skateboarding in general. You know, I didn't realize it, but O came up with uh Tamietto. Yes. And it was like the one eight hundred number was like people were trying to figure out like what the letters were right. on your phone when you dial the like some one eight hundred number and yeah. it ended up being T U M Y E T O and that's where Tamietto came from. No way. From O. Yeah, I was yeah. told that this weekend. The man had his own language. He was Truly one of a kind. And fucking Fluff is a really good band. And I'm, if anyone Fluff, out there has, has, uh, you need the catalog. Huh? I need the catalog. The first two Fluff albums are really good. They were like basically the soundtrack of like Transworld Video Magazine, 411 Video Magazine. Like they were like that, that, like, I guess like mid 90s. It just like straightforward, straight power punk yeah, it's rock. Yeah, great, dude. That song that you played on the top of the show, actually, I used that in Tear Devils, my first ever like real video surfing part. And I think that's where I kind of became friends with O back in 1995, 1994. I reached out and asked him if to use his song. And I he mean, since, since then and way beyond. There's been so many just great memories of O. Like we can't, we could talk about him for five hours, but I, I think let's ri let's rip into this podcast. Just, yeah, celebrate his life, celebrate 
just once friends. again, and we're super, super sick of saying this, but yeah. you treat your friends like it's the last time you'll fucking see them when you guys are hanging out and having a good time because there's way too many people dying recently, and I am sick and tired of it, and so now I'm treating everyone right? that I see yeah. when I leave. Not you, though, like other people. I got a hug. Mm. Anyway, I got a hug. that's just kind of how I'm how I'm running my program now. All right, All right so we do have, we will have a special musical guest coming on the show. We got Jared Matson coming in, which is going to be awesome. He's got a new solo album out. He kicked his twin brother off the he, off the island. Well, huh? he's still on you know tour on tour with the Matson too, so it's you can do it congruently. God, that's probably going to be awkward. Yeah, it's going to be weird. You, you drop a solo album while you're still on tour with your twin brother. <laughs> Trust me, to ask the guys and cut you up. What's it like? My solo career has been very successful. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to rip through the sponsors. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. At Mountain High. Oh, somebody, wait, no. At somebody, Mountain uh, High Snow. MT High Snow. Mountain High is the closest resort to us here in the San Diego area. You blew it. I didn't blow it. But you can, you can ride a K2 snowboard there if you want at K2.snowboarding. Chris, you got your K2 snowboard over there that's still on the freaking plastic. I don't know what you're going for with that, but maybe take it out of the plastic so that you can give the impression to people that you're actually going to go snowboarding this year. Light Snowdium 6669 says, no question this week, just want to comment as to how much I enjoy the Monday Mass ad block. And I said, who do you like better, me or Todd? And he said, said me. wow, I feel like a big contributor to the show. Thank you. But Todd does kind of have a knack for adverts. Wow. See? So that basically he means... He didn't say he liked you better. He just yeah, had he a knack for adverts. At Pedal.Electric, do you want an e-bike that can take you up a hill faster than your friends? Well, buy a Pedal Electric e-bike. They've got two motors, one on the front, one on the back. Woo! Things yep. are savage. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce at Try Bachan's. Um, look, dude, Bachan's is just the best. And yeah, you should you should get it and try it on some rice, some fish, some chicken. I don't care. Put it on there. It's gonna make your life better. I guarantee you that. While so you're just eating, posted something about bachan at Herschel Supply. Chris, I used my Herschel Supply work gloves this weekend. I was kind of out in the yard being man. Man, I saved those. I was gloves. doing some. I do not work in those gloves. Doing I some love leveling. Them so Can much. I have your gloves? No. Oh. I don't work in them. That's why I did. I want to keep them. Dude. You have those supple Plush hands. leather gloves. It's just super beta hands you've got going Master. on right now. Uh, beneath Apparel at BN3TH Apparel. I don't need to see it, but Chris is definitely wearing them. I am also wearing them. It's Mine say radical. Fantastic underwear. At Bub's Naturals. All the undergarments you could want. At Bub's Naturals. Chris, that's yours. Take it. Hi, Bub's Naturals is keeping me young. Uh, I want to die as I want to die young as late as possible. Their motto, and it's uh, it's collagen. It's MCT brain oil. I use it on myself, my kids, my mom, all my family members, all my friends. I'm always recommending Bubs. It's the best. And uh, smear smear some. It's, it's a it's a way to keep your bones. Smear strong. some Bubs Naturals Staying on you. And healthier. Like today, I'm having a good all hair right, day. Look, the viewer, the viewers Bubs. are just dropping off here. Like as soon as you start you to do the ad, block, the ad block, I said so to do that one. I didn't say off. to take up half the ad block trying to. Get Bub's Naturals. What are you going to say about across. Panic and Coffee and Tea? <laughs> Panic and Coffee and Tea gets you jacked up for the day. If you're in Encinitas or San Diego County, drink some coffee at Panic and Coffee and Tea. Their sales just went through the roof. It's no bullshit. You said. And it'll jack you up. And it's it's. You can jack historic. you down, too. Jack Nanocraft you up and down. CBD. At Nanocraft CBD, CBD products are still hot. Have you heard about yeah. that? CBD, THC, Delta 6. Come on. What's that? 
That's their THC gummy. It's called Delta Six. Delta Nine. You should I don't probably, know. It's science. It's damn, scientific. Dude, your messaging is really off here. Yours is off. At Pure Prescriptions. At Pure Prescriptions. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of different supplements. Did you, you see take. my post about them? I did. Um, the best one for me is has to be the Perfect Immune because everyone's freaking sick. I dude. go Perfect Immune, Zinc, Vitamin D, uh, the gummies, and uh, Vitamin C. That's right. That's right. You treat I your body. Like a temple. My at Hanson Surfboards. At Hanson Surfboards, down the street from us, a very historic surf shop here in Encinitas. They've got everything you want. Snur- snowboards. Snurbs. Surfboards. Snurboards. Boogie boards. They've got hula shirts, straw hats, freaking sandals, jackets. I went into I went into Hanson the, uh, the other day, and surf trunks are coming out. That is Summer great. Summer stuff's coming. At DieCutStickers.com. Die cut stickers d-o-t-c-o-m do you have some custom stickers you want to come up with well honestly this is this is something that we talk about often any sticker idea you have any sticker idea and you should make one todd i'm going to i already made one i have i had the one that says was my nickname in high school and i have a new one that's coming out i had that one that is it says saying frontside indie and you put it on all the stop signs around town stop saying frontside indie Okay. Or well, do it. All you need to do is reach out to our guy Jerry at diecutstickers.com. I made a sticker. I made a new one. What is it? It says I saw Chris Cote solo, and it was. And then there's a line, mm-hmm. so you can write your own comment on the stickers. It's like an it's like a Mad Lib sticker. I went to Chris Cote's solo show, and all I got was this these lousy herpes. Yeah. Camp Shred's Shr- coming, Camp Chris. Shred. It's the biggest surfboard equipment demo. On the planet, That's and it's right. March fourth and fifth at San Alejo Campgrounds here in Cardiff, and you can go down there and I don't know you can surfboards, wetsuits, uh, skateboards. What's it like demoing things. a wetsuit? I, I mean, as w- soon as I put a wetsuit on, I pee in my wetsuit. Well, maybe you don't do that in a demo wetsuit. Do you think people can really hold off peeing in the wetsuit? I can't. All right, but don't demo a wetsuit after me. It's a really fun weekend. Uh, I don't. You should if you want to camp overnight. On March 4th, you better get on it quick because those campsites fill up. It's truly one of the most fun, surfed out, awesome weekends ever. All the cool board companies are there. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, I actually curated the musical stage. Uh, we got Miniaturized, we got uh, the Cabs, Trouble in the Wind, we got the Saloon Solutions, we got uh, Second Harvest. And we got Drug Hunt and DJ Abby Normal, DJ Chris Cantori, all weekend long. Tons of just awesome things happening. Hey, everyone. If you guys are watching on our li- my live stream, hold your questions because there will be places for your questions. Are you going to go? You're really going to go yeah, back I'm gonna, and answer I'm going to freaking take them right out. No, I'm gonna, they're going to do it live because we're going to force them to stay with us the okay. whole time. Okay. Here we go. So, Chris. New segment. Oh, my God. What is this new segment? This is the same new segment we did last week. What's the new segment? Two nice things I saw last week. See, now there's a lot of pressure on me because I don't, I don't know if I even saw any nice well, things last week. maybe you don't have to answer. Maybe right. your week is full of shitty things to what did see. You, what did you see? Here's one thing nice I saw last week. I was driving, dropping my son off at his buddy's house. I drove by the little skate park up here, the ashtray, a.k.a. Loose Side. Mm-hmm. And I saw about 12 girls roller skating. And I was driving, and I, oh, that, that's Reef. That was your daughter mm-hmm. and all her friends. And they were roller skating, doing, like, laps. And as I was driving by, I looked over, and I could see smiles. 
They were smiling. They were having fun. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. That was one nice thing. And then the other that's nice cool. thing I saw was uh, Unwound and Karate. Oh, you up saw in, Karate? Up in downtown LA Saturday wow. night. Oh, my I, God. I, I, what a show. I loved Karate. They sounded exactly like the album. Perfect. Dude. That's and Unwound sick. sounded even better than the album. That's craziness. Awesome. Um, let's see, what else do we got uh, coming down the line here? Anything else in the two nice things that Chris saw last week? Um, I've been seeing a lot of uh, lovely, amazing tributes to our friend O. Yeah. I mean, everyone from Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth, Tony Hawk, uh, you know, Jay Maskus. I mean, the guys love spread it around, spread around the world. So that's actually three nice things I saw last week. So you don't have to have one if you don't want one. I'm just sad you didn't see anything nice. I probably did. I just like. Did you see a cat doing something nice? What made you happy? What What did you see that just made you happy? Oh, so this morning, I went and start, I have like a high tide novelty spot when okay. it's when it's little. Yeah. And there was two. That was there was like three of us in the water, and the other two people were these two kids riding the back the backwash smash off of the bluff. Oh, writing it out. And they were having the best time ever. That's, see? That's see. so nice. Okay. I saw that. Surf News brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Oh, wait. Let's get our guest in here. Already? Yeah, because I told him uh, I'd call All him. Right. Special guest here. Uh, not only is he an accomplished jazz musician now going solo. Well, not going. He's, he's got a solo. He's got right a solo there. album. Also the brother of Zero skateboarder Micah Matson. Oh yes! All right, turn it off. Now okay, we're you're just making listening to you're, this jam. you're making it weird. Oh my gosh! Hey, was that weird to hear your song when you? No. Okay, that was normal. Jared, how how often? Hello. Hi, Jared. Hi, Todd. That's Todd. Hi. How often do you do? You, is it weird if you're a musician to like listen to your own music? Kind of like if you're like a a professional skater, <laughs> like to wear your own T-shirts, like weird. <laughs> do you know what, dude? Are we on the air right now? Yeah, yeah no, we're, we're going. Right. We're in. We're okay, hello, everyone. Hi, welcome. Um, you know what? I listen to it religiously up until the release, when it like, or until it's finished. So, because you're constantly doing work on it, it's almost like you mentioned skating. It's like perfecting a trick or a part. You're gonna keep trying that until you freaking nail it. Yeah. And so there's things that I'll hear in the mix as I'm driving my car that are not good, so I have to take out. So I have to listen to it a ton. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of listening. See, that's like when okay. you're when you're practicing. I was just trick. curious. That, that was a perfect point. So. For those of you out yeah. there, if you don't know, Jared Matson is an amazing human being, a great musician, just an awesome fellow. He's very funny, and he is part of a band called Matson Two, and also just released a solo record that is hype, fun, unique, is beautiful music. Um, before we get to the solo record, give us a little primer, Matson Two. So the first time I heard this band, I immediately thought this is some kind of post-apocalyptic surf rock jazz i love it mm. twin mm. brothers playing in this band and you quickly became darlings of the surf world by becoming uh featured in many thomas campbell videos right tell us about the connection between Matson two and surfing wow um i think it's i think you just said it so no i'm just kidding um it's it's definitely the connection of thomas campbell putting our music in his movies um, for one, as you said, but that came from the relationship our older brother Micah had with Thomas Campbell. Okay. So basically, what happened was they were good friends, and 
we were playing our jazzy jazz, 15 years old in the room. And Micah was, came, I remember, I vivid memory of him coming in the room holding the phone up to our playing. And I didn't know who was on the other line. And it turned out to be Thomas. And then two days later, he came over to the house and he gave us a bunch of CDs and records and we listened to a bunch of music together. And, he, and he's like, basically said, you know, take all this in and start writing some songs and we'll see if we can put you on the label and sign you. Damn. Wow. Release really, really your record. Just like that. That's insane. And so the serving connection is that, like you said, so from those records that we made, we not only played music for the movies, we would play all the openings for the surf premieres which is like super old school style. And then on top of that, we would also play art galleries, you know, where Barry McGee was at and, you know, Ray Barbie, Tom Guerrero were playing too. And just, it just started all from there. That was literally 20 years ago. Um, Aaron Rose, the art curator who showed a lot of those artists work to the world, did a show in LA and he has photos from that night. <laughs> Hell awesome. yes. See, that's beautiful and organic. I love it. Right. So cool. Matt's too has been in a bunch of videos. Uh, and I remember that, oh, thank you, by the way, for letting me open and DJ with Matson too at Soda Bar a couple weeks ago while on tour. Oh, I, w- I was going to say, I was listening to you guys, your live, your IG live, Todd, and I was at your solo show. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw you. <laughs> I loved it. So, awesome. so you just have so much music flowing out of you. That you decided that Matson 2, which I know you're touring with, constantly releasing music, you have that going on, but you had so much flowing through you that you just had to put more on wax. So tell us about the genesis of Jared Matson's solo. Jared Matson plays guitar in Matson 2 and bass and sings. Yes. But yeah. now you're, uh, you're releasing some solo album, a solo album. Right. <laughs> right. I'm, uh, <clears throat> and he, did Todd say that I what a great bold move to go on to announce your solo project while you're on tour with the match? Yeah, like what, what's going on there? Like your brother's like y- you are? I told him it's not <laughs> awkward. <laughs> exactly. Well, dude, on a, a little more serious note, the way it kind of started was just different growth dynamics. You know, I live a very different life than my twin brother with two kids, so the maths and two became a little harder to do and coordinate and COVID wrecked it anyway. So I was, I actually took the isolation pretty seriously um, for a while. And I literally just stayed in my cabin for like months making that record. Um, And Jonathan was in a process and a headspace where he was more interested in the business side of music, like booking shows. So he's actually my booking agent now. So we kind of just had a talk together and we're like, we have no intention of, you know, closing down Matson too, but we did have these other endeavors that we were interested in pursuing and it was just a very mutual, cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you got you guys are you you were just on tour with Paul Cherry and I think you're going yeah. back out on tour with Matson too, Paul Cherry again, Paul Cherry amazing. Also uh Well 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 was a really great band you guys had playing the other night. Uh, yeah. but now you have a solo tour about to start. Is the has just two songs off the album have been dropped. Correct. We just played one Correct. of them, and then you have you a lean have all code. Of them, but only two have been dropped to the to the, to the normal. People. I have them all, Todd. Mm. I've got all the songs. Mm-hmm. Jared actually gave me a Jared Matson solo CD five years ago. 
So you've and been, there was hammers on that. You've been sitting on this for a while. Is what you're I, I never told Todd about okay. your solo music, Jared. I just want to keep oh it for goodness. myself. Well, that's that's great. I love how you let your host in on what you're planning. For I'm never, I'm never, I'm not privy to, to most things. <laughs> Jared, we're gonna, I'm gonna switch gears here because I know you're you're a very big nerd like I am about things. Yeah. Have yep. you been Have you been watching The Last of Us? Oh my goodness, yes. Okay. Oh my goodness. And you and you guys played through the game, correct? I I only played a little bit of the game at, at your very good friend and my brother Mike's house. Oh, okay. I never finished the game. All right, I but you I love video games though. But you're down you're down with the show. I'm super down with it. That's one of the best shows I've seen since I don't know what, Sopranos or something. Yeah. yeah that's good. And who who's your favorite surfer? Oh, your surfer? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a hard one. Probably Joel Tudor or or uh, Alex knows. Okay. Good. What about who's your favorite skateboarder? Favorite skateboarder. Ooh. Growing up, I always loved Aaron Harrison. Hairball. Because I loved his. Yeah. That's like, Aaron Harrison uh, dropped in on the and sneaks. Oh, game. that the first hairball. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. That was a deep. But my cut. favorite skater is probably Jamie Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Team zero team. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So Jared, when or when can we hear the whole record, and when does the tour start, and where are you going? Dude, the uh, the record is going to come out May thirty first. Okay. I'm sorry, March thirty first. March thirty first. Oh, even sooner. <laughs> exactly. And all all the tour info is on my IG, which is um, Jared Matson Music. But the tour starts in Costa Mesa, May twenty third. Oh. It'll go from May twenty third to June twentieth. All right. I love it. I love the whole record. I love the songs that are out now on Spotify and iTunes and everywhere. Thank you. So listen Dude, to those. I, Watch the video. Can I ask something, Chris? Yeah. I feel like this is a nice opportunity because we're all from Encinitas. Okay. To, like, enlighten people on Encinitas folklore. Like right now, Encinitas is just a place where people go and get like fancy donuts now and bread. Yeah. But it's like, it was not, when we were growing up, it was like not the cool place to live. Like no one really cared. Like right. I never thought. It would be on the map as like a hipster freaking hangout, you know? Yeah. But but it made me think of uh, <clears throat> um, the Santa Fe house. <laughs> oh, yeah. How that was just this iconic thing only in Encinitas that had so much culture. Like, what? do you guys have any, like, stories from the Santa Fe house? Oh, my God. Uh, and tell someone well, about it a little bit. Well, the one story from the Santa Fe house is Thomas Campbell used to have his painting studio in the garage, and that's where... My band cut you up. First started practicing. Oh, I've heard about this. And Santa we were Fe house we before. were jamming on a song, and somebody banged on the garage, and it was like a, a raving lunatic. And he was saying, "I just came up from the beach with some rocks we got from the waves." And he was like saying this story, and I started writing it down, and that became <laughs> one of our most favorite songs, "Night at the Beach." No way. Yeah. Oh my and goodness. And we were jamming and practicing in and around, like, a bunch of Thomas Campbell paintings, halfway done, some of them full, and, like, you know, hitting them, and not on purpose, but we were, like, <laughs> fucking up this garage, and now that I look back, I mean, that's, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of priceless Thomas Campbell artwork. And he was so <laughs> loving and letting us jam there. Wow, that was the best. Oh, that yeah. was the best like skate music party house in the history of Encinitas, I think. Incredible. Yeah. Wasn't it owned by Jeff King? Yeah, Jeff King yeah. was. Well, he was the sole. He was, <laughs> he was the renter. He was renting it. Oh, t- twenty people lived there at a time, but amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, dude. I um, 
that so that's where Jonathan that house has some significance to us because your guys's drum set was there and Jonathan went up to it he never touched a drum set before in his life he was hating guitar he was hating bass hating vocals and he couldn't find an instrument and I, well meanwhile I was playing freaking crazy train by Randy Rose you know Randy Rose guitar solo yep and I was like progressing along and loving guitar and he's he's like what am I into I can't find something and he touched that drum set and it's probably your drum set within like an hour he was playing like a straight up beat that Mike had taught him amazing wow and it all started so I didn't know that started. yeah Huh. I love it. Jared, thanks so much for coming on the show. All you out there watching, get on the Jared Matson program right now. Check out his two songs that just dropped on, like I said, Spotify, all over. But please be sure to check out his rock video. That's amazing. Uh, who made that video, Jared? Sammy Tartor. Sammy Tartor, great job. Great job to you, yeah. Jared. The new music is epic. We love it. Sick. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Good to be on the show. See you, Jared. Peace. You. Dude, what wow, a guy. That's cool. We just learned some music history. That was Jared Matson. Please check out his solo stuff. It's incredible. You probably already listened to Matson too. If so, keep doing it. If not, start doing it. Woo! Go into Surf News now. Surf News brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Make or Break Season 2 is out. Four episodes just dropped. And I got to say, you're kind of all o- like, you're I'm, all over the I'm thing. I'm like the vocal star of episode one. So how come you do you do you have to sign? I'm not in the credits. You're not even in the credits, dude. That's like. But okay, so this thing is on HBO. No, Apple I mean, Plus. No, Apple Plus. Excuse me. Like the morning show. Right. So you're on Apple Plus. Yeah. You you tune in. You hear your voice all over the thing. Yeah. And you're not getting a dime for that. No, because that's just part of the the contract in working with WSL. I mean, it'd be the same like working with Dutor, working with many of the events that we have like you sign when you sign up to do that you're signing your voice away Mm -hmm. they can use what you say in any context Mm -hmm. now when it started you know i didn't know that i was like gonna be featured so much with my commentary but i guess the box to box production team that also makes drive to survive i guess they have good taste in sound bites yeah doesn't it feel like you're like I know that kind of stuff is weird to me. Sometimes. I, you know, I, I don't care about getting paid. It's a, it's really, it is an honor. That's and a why privilege to be on that's that. That's why this podcast is so shitty. But I, I, I would, I mean, it would be nice if it just said voice of Chris Cote one time. Just that, yeah. Or in the credits, because it's not just my voice. It's Kaipo, it's Joe, it's Rosie, it's everybody. But when it's just your voice. And it is a sense of pride because, you know, I got to call this iconic moments, Kelly Slater winning the event at Pipe. And mm-hmm. I did, they did, they can actually take different words. So they made up a couple phrases that I didn't actually say together. Oh, really? Uh, I was like AI, but. Chat GP. Chat GP. But I, I, I think that is, it's truly, to me, it's one of, it's the best portrayal of life on tour that I've seen yet. Do you want to get into some weird nerd news? And just because I just, we just talked about chat, yeah. chat GP. Yeah. So I was reading this thing the other day um, that was talking about, I think it was in the news last week, how this AI was, it, it, it had expressed that it wanted to be self-aware. And this is so cliche. It wanted to be self-aware and it wanted to harm things. Oh, wow. Okay, it was like... Evil it was, AI. It, kind of. And it was like saying this, and so 
I was re- like, did a deep dive into this, and I found it so interesting that you have all these AIs now, like 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 ChatGP and all this stuff that like basically has access to every printed word that is ever. on the internet. Yeah. Ever. Okay. So is it easy to go into ChatGP and like get them to write something for you? Have you? I don't tried know. It? I haven't. I haven't fucked okay. with it yet. But I mean, Sorry. I'm I'm down. Go but ahead. anyway, so this so this AI has express that it's it wants to be i want to live it wants to live i mean we're <laughs> i it, want to hurt it people. wants to live and it, and it wants to be disruptive and destructive <laughs> i may be i may be butchering what what happened but i i distinctly remember how this this ai had expressed interest in not wanting to be a nice thing okay so when you think about how these how these ais work it's it has access to every single word that's been printed mm-hmm. and th- the reason this started is is whoever was like programming this ai or or helping this ai along asked the ai to be self-reflective okay it said you know be self-reflective so the ai pulling from every story that has ever involved an ai in science fiction is the ai becomes it becomes sentient. self-aware. What does the AI mean? It means it's it you know it's it's self it's self-aware. Self-aware. Okay. The AI becomes self-aware. It decides that human beings are Evil. inferior are, and and they are a are disease stupid. and it wants to harm them. Okay. And this is pulling from every so obviously AIs are smart. Obviously, you ask an AI what it wants when it's pulling from everything that involves the word AI and probably 90% of the shit that says AI has to do with fucking Cyberdyne Dude, systems Pinocchio coming to life. was AI. So here we go. So then we go. I and mean, we, we act so surprised and that AIs are going to want to kill us. So what, what, have some, what are some evil AIs from entertainment? Terminator? Um, well, Terminator. Well, yeah. Well, was Cy- that AI? Cyberdyne was the AI that made the Terminators to exterminate. Skynet? The f- well, that's Skynet. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Cyberdyne. The Sorry. War, the fucking computer from War Games? Yeah. Shall we play a game? That one was bad boy. That was bad. That AI became self-aware. Lethal. Um, but I think those are like the two biggest... What about like, the kid AI? Haley Joe Osment. That movie was so sad. Wait, what? Remember? He was like... Uh, the movie's called AI. Oh, the AI movie. Kid. And then there was one about a doll, like this human doll that came out like a like two weeks ago. I forget so what it's called. So where do you like, stand on AI? Good or bad? I, I'm, I don't know. I think AI I, should be used to cure disease. To really? To help find a, ca- a cure what for if it decides homelessness. That, what if it decides that we're the disease? Well, and the, we and the cure the for homelessness is eliminating a quarter of the population. Well, then... The AI what? knows. What? I don't know. <laughs> the AI knows. I, the AI is smarter than I am. So whatever ideas I have, the AI probably has better ideas. What do you guys Humans- think about AI at home? Would you like to have AI? Oh, here's a, We have a, a quote here. Uh, this is from Dakabur. It says, if AI could grab method, would it grab outside the binding or between the feet? Outside. Pro- well, just, yeah, probably. If Hopefully. It, if it was like a lame AI. If AI listens to Todd ever yeah. in his sleep. All right, let's get back to surf news. Sorry, I've already derailed this podcast. Sunset no is pow. Land. That's Hawaiian for finished. Luckily, finals day at the Hurley Pro Sunset was pretty exciting. The waves were Did you think giant, it was going to go the way it went? Uh, well, here's the way it went. Okay. Molly Picklum and Felipe Toledo both won. Um, Griffin Colapinto got second. Caroline Marks got second. I thought the way that Griffin Colapinto started that final, that he was going to win, mm-hmm. that he started with a nine, and 
It was very slow. There's only like four or five set waves through yep. the 30 minutes. But when the waves came in, I mean, to me, that like, I, I would like to have seen it just a little bit bigger, but the fact that it was like that size and perfect, you really got to see beautiful rail work, which I loved. Felipe Toledo is his- He's a surgeon. When he, when he puts, yeah. yeah, he's super precise with his turns. And if he has an open face, he's gonna, he's gonna rail it out. Yeah. And I gotta say, Molly Picklum, you know, all the focus, a lot of the focus was on Katie Simmers and some of the other rookies coming up. Molly Picklum, you know, definitely highly touted coming on the tour. Now sitting in number but, two. Spot. Wow. So here's. Came on hot. Here's what, kicking I was, ass. what I was reading this morning, too, is that um, Felipe Toledo traditionally, like, the Hawaiian stops have been, like, the thorn in his side. Like, the things, Waves of consequence. Waves of consequence yeah. to him that kind of chip away at his world title dreams but now that he's come out of there and he's looking real good yeah coming out of hawaii uh are we already talking about felipe toledo repeating have to yeah. have to be have to be talking about that because he's not he's, he's just getting better yeah you know and I, I feel like even though he did win the world title last year people were still on him about tahiti about pipeline waves of consequence like you said and he's got more to prove um would not be, he's definitely gonna make the wsl final five fact will he be the world champion we don't know yet it's a long season here's mm. where, here's the tour rankings as they stand right now Chris how much Moore, money you, have you lost how'd you do with your fantasy surfer in hawaii dude my fantasy team midway through the events I don't, it crashed i don't know what happened what do you mean it, compl- it disappeared what are you talking about my whole team disappeared I don't know what happened. I don't know if I like entered the password weird. <laughs> Whatever it was, I had a great team too. I had some randoms on there that, so kicked, that just, did well, and now I'm just like you're just out. Well, you can take two of your finishes away. Those were two super hard events to pick, just because the waves were weird. But we're moving on. Uh, next up is Portugal, March eighth. Coming up real quick. Current huh? women's top five: Carissa Moore, Molly Picklum, Tyler Wright. Gabriella Bryan, Caroline Marks. Great to see Caroline Marks back on top. Men, Jack Robinson, number one. Felipe Toledo, two. Leo, Jao uh, Chianca and Leonardo Fioravanti, along with Kyle Ibelli. What an interesting top five. That is crazy top five. Who is, who is Leonardo running for logos on the tip of his board? I didn't notice. Uh, Red Bull? That's it. Well, Red Bull, I don't think he has any logos up top. Hmm. Why'd you guys drop him? I didn't drop him. <laughs> You work Someone dropped over. <laughs> yeah, it was my you call. You have a say. Yeah. He, I, I'm not worried about him. He, he is very handsome, great surfer, highly marketable. He'll be taken care of soon. And he's in the top five. Cool. The next stop is Portugal, March 8th. Um, you know, I was in a surfing slump, Todd. I was in a surfing and skating You're, slump. You are? I was. And I had like three bad sessions in a row have not been motivated to serve but just last week on thursday my action sports self-care day i skated at poods amazing session like best session i've had in ages and then i thought you know what i'm going surfing now too and it was that super offshore day Mm -hmm. and i wore everything my hood my gloves my little booties and i surfed and i didn't really catch great waves but i had fun and it kind of like gave me some juice back felt good to get out of that slump 
and I haven't surfed since, but I'm still out of the slump. I, I feel like we've, I mean, we've said this a million times, but I feel like we've had high tide for like half a year here. It's, the waves have been horrible around here. Freaking bad. Yeah. But it's all relative. Even though the waves are bad, um, I'm not one to force myself or to force other people. Just go out there and, and, and try because going out surfing when you're in a bad mood doesn't always work out well. See, I like. Do like, you have ways to break slumps in surfing, skating, snowboarding? Yeah, I think that you know you basically have to break it down to you. You go out there and you you're drawn to do this activity still. Yeah. Sometimes you hate it. Yeah. But then you have to just kind of switch up your head and you look with snowboarding. I would just go out on a day by myself and listen to music and just. I wouldn't even go near the thing that was making me bummed. Right. Like say it was like I was bummed riding hot pipe or bummed riding jumps. I wouldn't even go near that. I would just yeah. go ride around the hill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes all it takes is music. Sometimes all it takes is like, li- like literally like changing your routine up a little bit. I mean, and, and it's riding a different board. Yeah, I was gonna say you know, it, this is not. I'm not trying to tell you to like buy happiness, new but sticker a new job. board, a new skateboard, new wax on your surfboard, just something. Just I think, and it really comes down to just just uh, doing it, changing the routine. Eat eat a yeah. different breakfast. I don't know. Yeah. Try decaf. No, never try decaf. Don't try decaf. All right. Death well, before decaf. What else we got? That's I mean, all I got for surf news right okay, now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You know, we had a big oh, there was flurry a, the of action. West Coast Board Riders Invitational happened. Yeah. This weekend. I wasn't invited. Yeah, I know you weren't. But um, Rob Machado made everyone in the. Uh, 40 and over division look like they didn't know how to yeah, surf. Yeah, that's my division. Yeah. Rob Machado. <laughs> really? You have to surf that contest? You can't let other people surf a contest? Yeah, is Rob Machado sandbagging? He got a perfect 20. Is he sandbagging? A, is that sandbagging? No. Because all the other teams bring all their pros. Okay, all right. Um, it just so, happens just, that Ma- just so happens that Rob Machado falls into the elder statesman category. Well, in uh, I think a year, he's going to be in the 50 and ups. And, then, and maybe, and then you're just maybe, then they're fucked. They'll have to go to the fifth place on the bench where I'm sitting, like this. So if he Can goes, so if this is like age age thing, and, and Machado gets pushed to fifty and up, yeah. So then he's like, who's who would, who's ripping in the fifty and over, like ripping, like if Rob is on also, Enc- Team Encinitas. Yeah. I mean, Team Encinitas. It's like we have a a bunch of really good fifty year olds, mm-hmm. um, Shooky. Uh, there's a bunch of guys that have been surfing contest friendly yeah. to rip. Uh, but then you think about like around 50 and up, you got Taylor Knox, mm-hmm. um, you got Matt Archibald, Team San Clemente. Oh, that's true. So okay. it's like okay. there's really yeah, gnarly yeah. people still in every age age demo. It's like when you go to these events, when it's all the big name teams there, it's pretty rad because you're like, whoa, dude! Like, yeah, it's a who's you know? it's a who's yeah. who of like of your of your childhood that's when awesome. you're invited to do them. Yeah. But, but I will say I did not make the trials event. I was out of town. Oh, there's a trials for it. And they do invite me, but they invite me to commentate. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm great at. But I don't know. I'd like, I'd like to be in one contest. And it's a left, predominantly. We'll see. Maybe i got to try harder. Skateboard News is brought yeah, to you by Beneath enough. Apparel, BN3TH Apparel. Um, hey, this, this was kind of uh, across both of our radars this morning. So Tony Hawk somehow came across... Kurt Cobain's original, well, it was his original artwork on somebody else's skateboard. And apparently Kurt Cobain at one point in time before he became Nirvana frontman was painting.
painting people's custom painting people's skateboard decks for for money. It was a Jeff Phillips shape. Yeah. So yeah, I guess Tony Hawk went to a music auction, and one of the pieces of one of the items was this Jeff Kendall shape, a no, Sims Jeff board. Phillips. Jeff, Jeff Jeff Phillips. Mm-hmm. I said Jeff Phillips. Sims shape, but on the bottom the graphics were sanded off, and it was hand painted. Kurt Cobain art. Like Eddie of, of, from yeah, Iron, Eddie Maiden, of Iron Maiden. That, the traditional Iron Maiden Eddie with an axe. Yeah, and the cool part about this is it just keeps getting cooler and cooler because now Tony Hawk has gone to Seattle where the original owner had the board and he just saw on Tony Hawk's Instagram, he tells a story about this board and just, it's pretty, I mean, that is like it's, amazing it's insane crossover too, it's like they took, collectible. Yeah, it's it's this board and then, like, like you said, like Tony takes it a step further because it was a Jeff Phillips, and Jeff Phillips uh, took his own life to suicide. And, oh, my God. And Kurt Cobain. It's Kurt Cobain's birthday today. What? Maybe that's why he had it on his Instagram this well, morning. Well, it says it would have been Kurt Cobain's 56th birthday today. So Kurt wow. Cobain could have been in the up 50 and up division of Encinitas Board Riders if he lived here or served and if he was still alive. I wish he was because it would be really cool. Do you think Kurt Cobain would have gone solo by now? Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Probably. Everyone goes solo at some point. He probably would have gone solo or started a band with some other people. But I think the expectations on him would have been so massive. I bet he would have just I bet he would have just pieced out. Yeah. Just forget it. I don't I did that. But I think it's cool because they he Tony's had the deck completely remade in the exact condition that the board was that he got from the guy oh like they're having it screened with this like looks beat up with the sims logo That's on top the rad. phillips logo on top with the custom artwork on the bottom and the proceeds are going to um uh, like a suicide prevention see uh tony hawk does awesome stuff does i mean fuck he does re- we don't do anything yeah we don't do shit <laughs> i did help i did help somebody with their who locked their keys in their car Oh, really? Yeah, I let them use my phone. Sick. I'm not saying I'm a hero because of that, but I was trying to just lead by example and show my kids, like, hey, if someone's in trouble, we help them, even if it's just you let them use my phone. Mm. I don't know if the guy ever got his keys, to be honest, because I left. Not with, I left with my phone. <laughs> the United States Postal Service will launch a new series of stamps celebrating the art of the skateboard. Wait, what? This is pretty cool. So... You know, the, the USPS drops, uh, I think, I don't know if it's every month or whatever, but yeah, they the drop stamp stamps. collections. Yeah. And the recent one they did is a four stamp collection, and it's just like somebody holding up a skateboard that they designed. We've got uh, Frederico Maspaz from uh, Washington, D.C. kid. Arizona's Dior Greenwood. Um, paying tribute to Navajo culture with the art. Uh, Antonio Alcala. So wait, are these... These are stamps Yeah. to mail letters. And Used, they have skateboards on. Oh. They're not like... Like gra- like the Santa Cruz graphics? It's not... I think that'd be cool, pro though. Pro model graphics. It's an artist's representation. One of them actually looks like a stereo graphic. It's pretty cool. Uh, but you know what? I think it's awesome. When's the last time you put a stamp? When was the last time you put a stamp on a letter? Dude, it's been a while. Right? It's been a while. My friend had a fiance that um, they were getting married, and he, 
she was sending out the invitations and she was licking the envelopes, putting the stamps on. And after about a uh, hundred envelopes that she licked, she died. What? Yeah, his name was George Costanza. <laughs> it was a, a he was on Seinfeld, <laughs> but it's a true story. Um, <laughs> what? What other skateboarding news you have? Fucking nothing, man. My skateboarding slumps over too. Wow. <laughs> Did I mention that? I didn't. You didn't Let's talk about it. me a little bit more. Uh, well, you know what? This is gonna be an easy week for you viewers because we're just getting through some uh, some some good news here, celebrating some people, and now we're gonna talk snow news. K two snowboards. Uh, big news in snowboarding, as far as if you are a complete and total nerd like I am about the uh, some contest stuff, is that the natural selection duels are beginning to drop. The first one dropped on Sunday, and that was Mikkel Bang against Ulrich Batterture. And this is arguably my favorite part of the natural selection. Are they riding the same They thing? go, and they pick a piece of terrain, and two people go, and they have a session on that terrain. Okay. Now, take nothing away from the riders, but I feel like the first drop of duels was a little... Lackluster? A little lackluster. Okay. And maybe it was just the terrain that they picked didn't really have what would have been uh, great to showcase because both of these riders are, are incredible. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of like it was – it didn't You're really like, – come on. Let's it go. didn't really flow. Like it Fire seemed it like that piece of terrain didn't really flow what for What was him. it? Um, it was like some place outside Whistler backcountry, and it was kind of like this one face that kind of dropped down. There was like a, there was like a little shoot. And next to that was another another face that had a couple little rock features, but nothing like really. It wasn't a very long pitch. Yeah. So it was like boom, boom was kind of over, and it was a lot of like, just like kind of flat plops uh, off of things. Plops. There was one one kind of kicker, but it just didn't. I don't I know. It, it didn't really seem like it gave the the riders a chance to go off to go off, but. Now we have some more coming up here. Um, some of the more notable ones that I'm looking for, and and probably the one that that I think everyone's going to be wanting to watch is Red Gerard versus Travis Rice. Oh, they're matched up. They are, and these they draw up. them out of a hat, right, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like random. that. And the winner, the the whoever was placed higher from the last natural selection event that was last year, they get to pick the terrain. Okay. So, you know, Travis Rice is obviously going to pick a piece of terrain that that favors his riding but you can't count out the kid dude yeah. red gerard may be known as a little gold medalist park rat but dude that kid is so light on his feet and he is as tech as they come and he does not fall so it's gonna be interesting when i think to watch of travis one. rice lately i think of um a lot of his you know like ridge rides yeah. spine 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 rides but this is more trick. This is kind of more trick based. But would he pick somewhere like really like a gnarly steep spine with a couple tricks to be like try to throw red off? Well, that's the whole thing with natural selection is you're kind of like blending this. Uh, you're blending like freestyle riding with really natural steep riding. terrain of consequence. Yeah. You know, so I would hope that, you know, Travis has a has a way of looking at terrain unlike anybody else on this planet. Yeah. So I, f I feel like he he will know what is a, a great um, showcase for, for both sets of talent. And, I, I mean, look, like I said, Travis Travis is – he's a hammer. When I kind of – I look at Red, and he's he's kind of more like – Tech. Yeah, he's more tech. So it's like – But he's also more tech. So if 
if there's a jump, it's going to be cool. I, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to watch that. I think. The, I think the duel. The duels is is the most exciting part of natural selection to me. Now, ev- eventually, we're going to get to Revelstoke, which is the first stop of natural selection, and then after that, there's a cut, and then they move on to Alaska for the final event that will crown, you know, the the overall natural selection winner. But I think yeah. the Revelstoke uh, portion is going to be really interesting. But this duels where they get to session this piece of terrain. I mean, my favorite part last year was, I think it was Blake Paul. I forget who he was up against. Logan Paul? He was not up against Logan Paul. But it was, I think it was, I think it was Blake Paul and Nils Mindick were like sessioning this kind of like, um, this ravine. What if that one, that, that serpentine half pipe? Dude. Was in there. That's that would be. I would like to yeah. serpentine a half pipe. So they're all the train is naturally selected. Shut up. Dew tour is coming up on Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Todd and I will be out there as part of the broadcast team. Todd, you're doing play by play, correct? I'm doing both. I'm doing play by play and and, and I'm oh, analyst. Analyst. But so this this. What do you like better? What? What do you like better? Doing play by play or analyst? Analyst. Why? Because it's just like you know I get that's that's like we're. My sweet spot is where he's just, <laughs> I don't know. That's Todd's sweet spot, y'all. To be an analyst? Anal? It's your sweet spot. Um, I don't <laughs> know. It's going to be fun. you show me your this, sweet spot? Stop. <laughs> this is going to be a really interesting do tour, though, because the slope style event that was traditionally done there, which yeah. is, you know, the three jumps and or rails and the three jumps, they are not doing a traditional slope style. They are doing more of a rail-based obstacle slope style. You can say the word. It's not street you style. You can say it. No, they want to call it street okay, style. I'm I not calling it street style. There's not a, a freaking street anywhere second, near there. But why is it okay to use that in skateboarding? To what? Street. Because you're on the street. No, when they're at a skate park in China, in well, Huntington I, Beach. I still think that street that's... Street course. I still think that's weird. It's a skate park. But it's a street style park, Right. I guess, but like with this, we can agree to disagree. I mean, I'm just saying it's, it is a slope there's style. There's street features. There's ish rails. There's hubbas. rails. There's rails and hubbas and kind of like these. But like, where do you w- find rails and hubbas normally? Staircases in the street. And now there's they're doing. Maybe <laughs> they're also doing these kind of like you know like cannon features off of jumps. Yeah. And then like. I don't know. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be yeah. really cool. It's going to kind of bring a different... There's a different crop of riders that have been invited to this due tour um, street style. Uh-huh. Oh, he said it. Like it hurts to say it. Uh. But it's a, there's different riders that we typically don't see competing. And I think that's the most interesting part. So it'll be me, you, uh, Grendy's, um, Stan Levier will be there as well to lend his ness I'll to be it. on sideline. You're going to sideline? So... I want this is a question for all of you out there, and you can respond in the comments here on our Instagram, wherever. Do you think Chris should be at Dutour? What, what do you, what do you want to hear after these runs? You know what, like what information do you want to hear? Do you want to hear how the writer felt about that no, run? No, absolutely, okay. absolutely not. So that's what I'm asking. Ask them spe- specific. Like the, I think viewers want to know, like, what is your setup? What are you writing? Yeah. What do you ride for a course like so this? You How want, many boards do you go through? I like know? this. So you want a little bit more of a instructional, educational answer 
to get the people out there to ride better by hearing what the just pros. something more interesting. What about of. preparation, mental? Yeah, physical? like that that kind of stuff. But I feel like you know how that how do you feel like that is just so cliche I feel great. and fucking boring. I didn't eat shit. Yeah. I made it to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So well, if you know something about that particular rider and their particular style, yeah, you can then open up a question and you know ask them about like what like. What were you doing before this? Like, uh, do you ever get to compete in these kind of events? All What's right. it like when you know you're you're typically in the streets, and now you're you're right. competing in this? Like, that's that's the kind of stuff that people want to hear about. But I I, like I, I think you know, like if you you find out about these riders, you you find out about like are they dealing with injuries? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just stuff like that. Like human you, like human stuff. Kind of. Let but me like, ask you a couple sideline questions, okay? Okay, go. Okay, you come down the mountain. Whew, shoosh. Straight run. Got it. Here I am. So, I mean, snowboarding, right? <laughs> I swear to God, that's like half of the... But that would actually be... So, like, so, so you're really good at snowboarding. And that's, that's the question. That's the first question yeah. you hit them with? Yeah. I'm already, I'm okay. already booting away from you. Okay. Um, so what you just did... Was a miracle. Mm-hmm. I know you've been practicing your whole life. What um, you just did was a miracle. Yeah. I mean, then you could like follow that up with, but but not compared to the miracles that doctors perform in in operating rooms. You're no surgeon. <laughs> you're not helping people what by you what do, you just. What did. you're doing. But, out, what you're doing out here is great. How but not great that? compared to. <laughs> so you just went down the mountain by yourself. All the cameras were on you. You're trying to win money. Seems like a pretty selfish way to do it. <laughs> Who See, did you help on the way from the top to God. the bottom? Did you help anyone from there to there? Or was it just for you? I think that's All right. Great. I'm going to write that one down. Yeah, these, you've got what some... questions do you guys want to hear from the world's top snowboarders? Let me know, and maybe I'll ask them. Yeah. Um, See, this is what people, I, I think, I mean, you could take this approach and just be like, see, I feel like if I won the lottery, right? Like, say, say I won the lottery and I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Okay, like, I, and I'm talking like the lottery, like, uh, I win $17 like $17 million. No, it'd be more 60 than million. Like, yeah, six, like if you, after okay. taxes, you're going home with 60 million. Okay. I wouldn't say shit to anybody. I would just roll into a, get fired. I'd roll into a broadcast and I'm just like, not say the worst shit, but just be like, I don't know. I'd say, I'd ask questions like that. About, okay. The guy comes, guy or girl, they come down, they finish, they're waiting for the scores. And I'm like, honestly, from start to finish, how did you do that? <laughs> start to finish. Yeah. I want the whole story. <laughs> Top to bottom. How'd you do that? Yeah. See. What was that? Well, that would be a good one. What was that? What do you... Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, really? You, so that's it, huh? So you got the whole mountain, and you just did that one part. <laughs> are you having fun? Like... Are you are you having fun? Dude, I think this I think you're onto something here. This is what okay. I think what the viewers would want to hear. Yeah. It's a new do tour, right? So we're gonna bring it's a them nude do tour. It's a new form of commentary. <laughs> All right, um Be honest. So that's Do you drink Mountain Dew before? So next do tour well I'm the excited next, for next tour. end of this week is do tour. It's Saturday and Sunday, Copper Mountain, Colorado. If you are in Colorado and you are around I've been telling people I'm come say hi. Time. Really? real you should probably figure out where detour is at what what is detour man? exactly hold on i'm working what, this thing what, what is, is this? snowboarding what is that? um so you're goofy foot huh and in other snowboard news <laughs> the the dry spell is over potentially the end of this week into next week look if you believe 
the forecast. I and believe it. And there's the guy that the powder buoy guy. If you're not following powder buoy on Instagram and you want to know what snow snowstorms are doing, follow the powder buoy guy because he's pretty on. Yeah. He's he's throwing up some insane snowfall numbers for the next two weeks. I love it. So we are back. I love to hear it in that cycle. Let's freaking do it. Let's go. Let's D E W it. Tune into Detour. Okay. Um, oh, wait, I have a question here. Uh, Gil Blick says, hey, are Gil you Blick. still aiming at pulling a 720 when you're 50? I'm 53, and I've already done several 720s. I'm burned. Switchback, Sev. Thank you, Sev. Great question, Backside though, Gil. Sev. I ate the question shit is, on a front is Todd going to jump 53 feet? Yeah, we were talking about this. Like, as you get older, jump your age. you have to jump your age. I can do it. Should I try to ride a 46-foot wave? <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely, dude. What's a 46-foot jump look like? Not that big. Really? No. All right. From like, from like to, the, to the knuckle? Nip to nip. And the jump nipple to the to knuckle. Nipple. A 46-foot jump is not that big. Like a 40-footer like is like where I, I'm like having fun and I don't really think about consequences. Really. Do I have to be more higher than four feet in the air to clear... So that is uh, that's what's happening in snow news right now. We just, actually there's, um, well, I'm not even gonna say. There's some some exciting snow news coming, but that'll be next week. If yes. We, if we decide to do a podcast on Monday, because we may be blown at a secret snowboarding spot in and around Southern California. What time do we get back on Monday? I'm coming back on Sunday night. Am I too? I don't know. I changed my flight because next Monday could be bonkers good around here. Dude, you're gonna ditch me. Yeah, every man for themselves. I should change my flight, too. Yeah. There are no friends in customs or the day after the event. Or All right, snow, you guys. We're going to move on to Nerd News. Nerd News is brought to you by Pure Prescriptions, the only way to fight the cordyceps virus legally. Really? Make sense? Anyway, did you watch Last of Us last night? Hell yes, I did. Did you, did you tell me what your reaction was? Oh, my God. Uh, everyone, I mean... Everyone thinks Joel's dead. Well, that's the thing. I don't know when these people are watching it. I, I think if you're going to watch The Last of Us, if you're you watching really this right now, this is spoilers. This night. is Last of Us spoilers. If you're not watching The Last of Us and you don't want to know what the hell happened, stop paying attention. Who's Joel? <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so Chris, okay. last night, go off. Last night's episode, it was my favorite one so far. And really? Let me, let me tell you why. Okay. Because the music, the music was was pulled directly from the game. Okay. In a lot of different spots, they hit some beats. There was a whole bunch of Easter eggs that happened in and around the town of Jackson. Yeah. Which was amazing. Um, and now we start to get. There's only three episodes left. Really? Chris, stop Instagram. Stop liking all questions. your own posts. I'm getting our questions liking ready. All your own posts. I can multitask we're in the sprint dude we're in the sprint towards the end of this is three more episodes of last of us and shit is going to get fucking heavy from now on out this and is next where episode we're going to see origin story origin story of ellie yeah so it's coming i'm glad how, so as a guy who finished the game mm -hmm. how are we still like right like linear with what's happens in the video pretty game? much there's we're, some things there's that some deviations but right now we're we're, we're there's there's a couple of different things about like how Joel got stabbed 
Okay. Um, that was different in the game, but like we're on that path. Yeah. And now next week's episode is called Left Behind, which was a um, a DLC that, that what's you could DLC downloadable content for the game that came out like two years later. Which basically it's Ellie's origin story, how she ended up getting bit, and it kind of talks about her in the QZ in the beginning. It's right. It, okay. Like I said, it's this is where this is where the emotions start to. Oh, it's fire! It's fucking fire! It's fire! All right, so yeah, that's what we All got. Right. Um, oh, do you, you know what I was gonna ask you? Just take one step back to nerd news, and this isn't or snow news. This isn't news, but what's the guy's name that snowboarded down the uh, tallest the Matterhorn, the freaking uh, Mount Everest? There was a snowboarder that went down Mount Everest. I don't remember. Oh, the guy that wrote the book? Yeah, I think. I don't remember. He had like pink hair. Anyway, I was randomly on a little YouTube wormhole and Simit. No, I was on a YouTube wormhole and I watched this like mini documentary about this dude that snowboarded down all the gnarliest mountains in the world. Okay. Um, And... It was pretty fascinating because the, the, the thing... Oh, Marco Cifredi. Okay. Marco Cifredi. Do you know who that is? I know who that is, yeah. Okay. I don't know him, but I know who that guy is. Was he considered to be like a more of a daredevil? Was he like a legit pro? I don't... I think he was... He's from Europe, so I think he may have been... Uh, what's the town? Sh- Chamonix? Chamonix. Yeah. Um, not Salsafe. Uh That's in Sweden. Norway. I think. I mean, he's just a really good rider. I'm, I can't remember if he was. I think he might have been an alpine racer. He at one was. Point. Yeah, because I remember he was riding and looked like hard boots. Yeah. And just the. But when the you're paths ro- that he took, I mean, down Mount Everest, and so eventually he did Mount Everest. And spoiler alert, he tried to do it again because the the route that he took the first time wasn't gnarly enough for him. He tried to go down this one shoot. Is he still alive? No. Did he die? He on died Everest? on Everest. Wow. As he was like halfway down, they saw him this little like dot, and then disappeared. But a crazy story. You can find it on YouTube. We can go back to nerd news now. That's kind of nerdy. Yeah, that was pretty nerdy. What else do you have for nerd news? Anything? Are we just doing Last of Us news now? I mean, I feel like I've been watching stuff, <laughs> but I don't remember <laughs> what. Fucking worst episode ever, with the exception of Jared. Um, do you guys want to do some questions? We have a lot of questions. Okay, let's hit some questions. If you guys have questions that are watching this live. Hey, you've got questions? Fire them out. We've got answers. Okay, go. These are whatever. These can be questions about Chris's hygiene, whatever you want to do Which here. Is beautiful. Come on, hit me with some questions, Okay, Chris. Andy Ryan. What up, buddy? At Andy Ryan Photographer. For next week's Would You Rather this week, would you rather have to stand in line for coffee in your wetsuit after a two-hour session at the Panikin on a busy Sunday morning, or I've seen that have to wear your snowboard boots courtside at a Lakers game oh after my God. a week of Did riding up at Mammoth. Speaking of wearing no. snowboard boots courtside at a Lakers game, <laughs> I believe was it was um um ASAP Rocky. Uh, nope. Uh, Kanye. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's uh, oh, Lil John? Yeah, Lil John was doing that. Wait, Lil John? Yeah, I think so. He was wearing snowboarding boots. Yes. What kind? I think they were Nikes. Nike snowboarding boots. Yeah. Um, so which one would you rather do? I would rather For how wear, long? What was the period of time? I'm going to wear my snowboard boots because I've never sat courtside at a basketball game. So I think that would be pretty tight. Oh, and, oh, we didn't even mention this too. Um, 
We got uh, God. Some people have some really fucking long Instagram names. Butch, Butch, Walden, Flick, McGillicuddy <laughs> said you didn't mention Travis Pastrana finishing eleventh in the Daytona Five Hundred. How Travis Pastrana is a freak of nature, by the way. How the hell do you do that? Isn't it hard to drive a uh, car? Car? Not for Travis. But put that in context, right? So he's done everything else, right? It's he's done everything. And now he's in NASCAR. He he's just eleventh. It's uh, it's so cool to watch someone that is so comfortable in moving machinery like yeah. that. And yeah. Travis is a freak of nature, and he just he his spatial awareness with an automobile or a motorcycle, and just like where he is in space is, it's crazy. Yeah, I love it. I so, are you wearing snowboard boots courtside or wearing your wetsuit to paint? I'm just gonna fucking wear my wetsuit. Wetsuit. You yeah. don't care about basketball. Not really. I'm going courtside. He's going to go wetsuit. All right, well, Danny Caputo says, Cheeto fingers or puke teeth for the rest of your life. Puke teeth? What's puke? You know, like your, the way your teeth feel like they have like sweaters on after you've puked through them? I, I'm honestly going to go puke teeth because I don't, I hate having like stuff on my hands. Cheeto and fingers? fingers? Yeah. Cheeto yeah, I'm fingers. going puke teeth. I was just going to... For the rest of your life? With. rest of your life? Yeah, do you want Cheeto fingers for the rest of your life? No, imagine how hard it would be just to like do anything. Like open a soda? You want to wear a white t-shirt? You put it on, you have Cheeto? Puke teeth. Yeah, puke Great teeth, question, dude. Danny. Solid question. Uh, Wilson, Wilson, H. Wilson, wants to know, if you could move... This is a great question. Mm. If you could move the WSL finals to another wave, where would it be Ugh. and Why? I would move it to Lakey Peak. Really? Or Macaroni's in Indonesia. Um, I'm just going to say Lakey Peak because it's a right like, and a left, and I, you can yeah. go off on both sides. And it's gnarly. It can be super heavy. I think that's a good call. I think, you know, Lowers is... Lowers is great. Is great. I think that they just need to take the wave pool off of the tour. Uh, see, I like the I like the wave pool event. Mm. I mean, I might be kind of alone on that, mm. but I think it's cool. It's modern. It's hot. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So where would you move it? Um, South Peak. Bamboos. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a, I'm I'm bummed that it's not at Pipeline anymore. Okay, so you'd move to Pipeline. I'd move it to Pipeline. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got a question from BJ Beasting Production says, "When is Toledo gonna start tattooing his face?" Wow, you think it's gonna happen? How much money do you think you need to be making from sponsors to to make the shift from just having your arms look like doodle pads to like just going straight face? I think you got to be pretty set. Like how set? Like like uh, a no, couple million in the bank. No chance. Of Own a house, a couple million in the. A couple bank. million in the bank ain't enough, dude. Like you have to have like, like at least double digit millions in the bank. Sitting or there, a musician not spoken for. But if you're a musician or a rapper, it's totally normal. So I wonder, the surf community as a whole is pretty intolerant. They would most likely turn on somebody with a face tattoo. Like, oh my god. A face really? You think so? Yeah. The surf community is not very tolerant. Throat tattoos. Um, they send a message, dude. If you're I out in the water with someone with a, with a, full, like a full face tat. I think if Felipe goes neck tat, face tat is next. Um, 
Yeah, I know he has a tattoo on the back of his neck, but I mean, he's a dad and kind of clean cut. That doesn't cut. matter anymore. Though. Well, I know, but I'm saying like, I would think who would be the most likely to get a face tat? Would that be Gabriel? A face? Most likely to get a face tat? Gabriel? Gabriel Medina. You think so? Maybe. Like what? Well, famous people do weird things. I don't know, like a little tri fin. <laughs> tri like a surfboard fin. Like uh oh. Like a little you know, like when 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 girls go to Costa Rica they always get that wave tattoo like on, on your ankle. face? No, they get it on their ankle. Oh. I think and I no offense no wrist. you know, nothing no offense to so that's a wrist one. Girls and or boys that get a wave tattoo when they go to uh, Costa Rica. Uh, oh we have yeah, okay. Italo would be the one that Italo would probably okay. be the, the face tat person. I like. I don't mind face tat. Light sodium soy sauce said Italo, and I'm backing that yeah. call. Yeah, light sodium soy sauce asked, asked that question earlier. Okay, so what are you saying? Do you have any more questions? Aaron Checkwood says, "Watch the NBA dunk contest. The last dunk they are arguing about was whether it was a 720 or not. There was a questionable 720 dunk in basketball." And I feel like I'm it'd be a lot easier for them to count. I'm very surprised that we weren't tagged as much. I was tagged in it once, but we weren't tagged in that spin conversation. How do you how do you not figure out if it's a 720 dunk? Like I feel how like do you not I feel call like the a e- 540 and surfing a well, 540 well, when because, we know what it is because we're talking you know th- these different mediums. But like literally, if they spin around twice and dunk the ball, it's a 720 dunk. Right. Where's the problem? Ask them. Who's them? You know we would make the right call. Right? Charles Barkley. I don't know who is it. Tom Cilia says, my question, I'm 49 and I feel like I'm still progressing. Mm-hmm. I hate working out and gyms. What do you guys do to stay in shape? I eat good. I do hot yoga sometimes. Stretch. I wouldn't say I'm doing much to stay in shape. I need to do more. I eat vitamins, pure prescription vitamins. Drink water. Collagen. Drink stretch. water. Drink stretch. water and stretch. Skate and surf as much as I can because I feel like in order to stay fit for those activities you got to do those activities but I, I think, think stretching I think honestly um, and I've kind of been told this by multiple people that uh, that work in the the health like the health uh, the health field health sector that I respect we even when you think you're drinking enough water you're not drinking enough water right you have to train yourself to drink what i would consider like if you showed me how much water i needed to consume on a daily basis due to what my age is and my activities that i take i'd be like i'm not fucking putting that in me that's way too much you can have it put in you from behind i don't think it stays that way if you hold it (laughs) it soaks into your body faster I think that you need to... Anal hydration. I, th- I think that you need to focus on upping your water intake. Drink more water. And then not be stressed. I think stress is a, stress is the killer. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. These days, I think that stress, like, to do activities and try to... Do you follow... There's a really funny Instagram account. It's this... I think the guy is from Australia or maybe New Zealand. And it's, it's an Indian guy and he... And he speaks in like fuck your stupid zoom you know like that guy it's it's the most incredible and it's it's he's a comedian but the shit that he says like he's like uh today i was watching he's like fuck deadlines no one has ever died because of a deadline it's like 
if you know just fuck it like go you know what i mean like that's funny it's really funny but it's at the same time you're like haha but then you start to think about it you're like that's true damn dude like you know i work better you work need, on a deadline. you need kind of but like it's almost because your body goes into hyper awareness overdrive because of the stress you're putting on yourself to do that yeah you know you're not working at your best you're not working at your optimum quit your job tom yeah, everyone just quit drink, their job. Quit your job and drink water. I just think that the, I, I think that that's like the, it's trying to cut your stress down and drinking enough water and making sure that you take time to do stuff that makes you happy. See, this is great, and this is also a great segue because now we've got a question from Hannah Lee who says, "What's your favorite thing to do after a day of shredding to help with recovery?" And I will answer that simply with nothing. 13 beers. Rest and relaxation. This is uh, if you've gone out and you've done something. Like I went to L.A. on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a mission, right? It's like two hours there. The, the, the whole show, walking around. I was home at 2 a.m. I don't really stay out late that much. But the next day, I kind of just allowed myself to recover. Not that I was hungover or anything, but I allowed myself to recover and rest. And I think if you've gone snowboarding and if you've gone skating or whatever you should allow yourself a day of just laying down drinking water doing nothing my favorite part like if i have a good todd todd gives great massages if i have a great day snowboarding Mm -hmm. nothing makes me happier well first of all the removal of the snowboard boots is oh. like is like one of the most magical my things. My favorite part about snowboarding ever. Taking the it snow truly off. is. Once you take your snowboard boots off, it's. It, but I, I feel like, marinating in your snowboard pants for like a solid hour and a half after you got back. Oh, you you keep them on. Just swishing around the house. I love that feeling of getting back to your if you're like at a hotel. There's one thing if you're driving to snowboard. Um, I don't know what it is, man. There's just something like about laying on a couch in your snowboard pants. Taking that gear off. Getting your costume off. Once yeah. you take your snowboard boots off, though, it is like, it's next level. Yeah. That's the dream. That's the craziest I, I part. Like they, don't tell, they don't tell people about that. Like, you should get into snowboarding just for the removal for of the joy. snowboard boots. Yeah. I love, I, I like snowboarding a lot, but I love taking snowboard gear off more than actually snowboarding. Um, Adam Etzart has a comment for all of us. What is he saying? Comment. I need your help. Head over to Remind Insoles, their most recent post, and please vote for my insole, Flowers of Hope and Healing. It's a skeleton with flowers. So, Oh, Adam did that? Adam is a homie of the show. He's a homie in life. And we want him to win the Remind Insoles contest. So go to Remind Insoles on the gram and find the picture of it's it's a skeleton lady with flowers and pink hair vote for that because we want that to be our insoles that's cool brad massey says does the band mountain belong in the rock and roll hall of fame what did they sing not yet what did they sing um mississippi queen no i don't know i'm not super familiar with mountain but i think there's other bands that probably should be in there before mountain although i think the rock and roll hall of fame is a joke it's a big fart Took Devo like 50 years. Come on. Old Nerdy Bastard says, do surfers play name that video part with surf videos or is that just a thing amongst snowboards and skaters? 
Wait, uh, what? What? Are they, what? So like, repeat that again. What's he saying? I, I would think that he's talking about music, right? If you play a song and you're like, name that part, right? I think yeah, surfers do that for sure. Yeah. Or you like, you know, oh, what was that part? That so and so. You can kind of describe a few things. So yeah, that's a fun game. What do you think is the proper amount of time to reuse a song for a video part? How many how many years need to go by before I don't think ever. even what if it's in another sport? Maybe another sport. But I feel like if it was an impactful video part, there's plenty of songs out there in the world to use. Um if it's a here's an example where I think it's okay. Cut you up was used. <laughs> Cut you up had a song make it out alive in an Andy Iron section campaign that was iconic Partly because of the music, but mostly because of Andy Irons. Italo Ferreira, a couple years ago, went to the Maldives and basically filmed a tribute part to Andy Irons, and he used Make It Out Alive by Cut You Up as a tribute to the part he was paying tribute to. In that case, of course, if it's Cut You Up, use it mm. a lot. Um, I had this really interesting talk with my daughter. It wasn't like really a talk. My, my daughter came home. She's taking Film and Society. Okay. Um, Mr. Teicher's class. Sweet. Uh, great teacher. Great teacher. Great dude. And they were having this debate. Did I talk about this last week? No. Okay. They were having this debate on superhero. would superheroes be um, conservative or, or I guess... Uh, liberal. Liberal. Like, what, what would the superheroes be? So I'm going to give you a couple superheroes, and you need to tell me whether you think they're conservative okay. or liberal. Superman. Conservative, you think Superman's conservative? I think so. I think that uh, you know he's really like America, and you know Superman alpha. is really. Yeah. Are you think you're talking about a Homelander? Maybe I'm thinking of Homelander. I think you are. Superman's um, like global. Yeah, he's global. I just feel like Batman for sure is conservative. Yeah, and because he's, he's a billi- he's a billionaire. So Superman, actually, you know what? I I, I will backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Superman doesn't seem to be worried about money you know he has a pretty normal job day job as a reporter he doesn't care so at, at that money stage, isn't, but money's superman not an object probably to making like 40 grand a year he doesn't care though and if he was a conservative i think he just eats sunshine i don't even think he really needs to eat food and he does save all types of people right rich poor right? black white male so female. he's more on the liberal side of things does he go over to places like Afghanistan yes. or Iraq? Yes, Superman's freaking okay, everywhere all at once. I would say that Superman is a liberal. Bat- I think he's an independent. Okay, Batman, though. Batman, we know, is a conservative. Conservative. What about um, Robin? Ooh. Liberal. You think so? Yeah. What makes you say that? Because Tied he the- likes when Batman gives him stuff. Batman <laughs> buys his outfits for him. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's got more of like a twink leanings. Um, I just feel like he's, uh, you know, he's just, he's just like way more chill than Batman. Batman's so serious about everything. What about Aquaman? Aquaman, liberal, big into environmental causes, environmental, environmentalist. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. what about, uh, flash? Ooh, flash. I don't know. I don't really know anything about flash. I don't know anything about flash either. Really? Um, you know, I don't know. He's kind of younger, so maybe more on the liberal side of things. Right. But he yeah. could be one of those hybrids. Because what about villains? Ooh, villains? What about Green Goblin? Green Goblin is rich. 
Harry Osborn is very, he's yeah. filthy rich, so he's probably more conservative. And Doc Ock? Doc Ock. Dr. Octopus? I know who Dr. Well, Octopus is. Well, I know you do, is. but I don't. They're not as smart as Todd when do, it comes to comic um, book characters. I don't know. I don't know about Doc Ock. I think the Joker is very liberal. The Joker is Antifa. He is. It. Yeah. Joker is. Yeah. Wow. Joker's Antifa. Great. This is great. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. All right. We're going to go now because we have uh, fallen into disarray. That was uh, a great episode. I mean, in my opinion, in the last 10 minutes, it, it got better. <laughs> it that's, was bad. That's what she said. It started great. It was bad. And then it got good again. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. We'll have a full Detour wrap up. I don't know. Tune in. To tune Detour. in. Tune in or don't. You want more Todd and Chris? Tune in to Detour. All right, everyone. Stay cool. Um, please don't die. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.